0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast, the only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP Happy Friday. And as some of you know, I am filming this the weekend before. So last weekend I filmed this. Why? Because I had some somewhat major surgery on Wednesday and I didn't want to film this when I was all blown out high on Percocet and Molly and all the other crap they're probably going to give me. So I'm filming this the weekend before. So for all you know, I'm dead. I'm not even alive. This was pre-recorded and I'm a voice speaking who is in the afterworld. So what I'm going to do is record the next one to launch on Monday. So you better come back to see if indeed I did make it through that surgery. If not, I already trained Marissa on how to record a little message for you guys and upload it into my podcast host. But hopefully it'll be my voice you hear being like, What's up, boys? I survived. I'm back in the bucket. I didn't kick off my wave. Didn't buy the farm. I am alive and kicking. And because I faced my fear, as I spoke about on Wednesday... I'm proud of myself. I can be my own hero and let's move forward knowing that I now have the strength, courage and experience to go through a somewhat major surgery like that. So probably hear me on Monday, but if you don't, it was nice knowing your boys. And today will be my final message. And that's the aloof listener when speaking to women and dealing with women, how to be aloof and use that to get women ridiculously attracted to you. I'm going to tell you how I learned of this why it works so well and some strategies that you guys can use to get women even more attracted to you, get them super sprung on you because they can't quite get your attention. You're just slightly out of their grasp. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you know that being slightly out of her grasp is really important. And we're going to do that by systematically being a little bit aloof. Before we jump into the content, I would really appreciate a review. Even if I'm dead right now, about to be cremated and launched out of a cannon, which is the directions I've given my brother in my last will and testament, make sure to shoot me downwind, I'd still appreciate a review because my legacy will live on and those reviews will help more men find me. The way to do that is to go to iTunes or any of the other podcast apps that you happen to be listening to this on. Scroll to the bottom, usually in iTunes, click more episodes, and then you can leave a review, preferably a five-star review. Would you do anything less for a dead guy? Come on, man. Don't insult a dead man. You got to leave a five-star review with some writing behind it let people know what you enjoyed about the podcast, what they can benefit from and why they should listen. Click submit, email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I will send you a bunch of cool shit. I'm also going to send you some videos on top of that. Get your name tattooed on my butt. Get a statue of you put in my backyard. Songs will be written about you that will be sung around campfires for generations to come. If you're falsely accused of a crime and unceremoniously shot out of the city by a catapult, I will come to your defense. Tell them they got the wrong man. Acquit this man. He is innocent of all charges. And of course, if I am dead, if I was slain in battle, the last three guys to leave me a review are going to get one third of my coaching business each. So that's even more motivational to leave me a review. But again, guys, I'm sure I'm going to be fine. Like all jokes aside, I'm scared. I'm scared. And I'm, I'm recording this, like I said, on Saturday. Surgery's on Wednesday. Freaking out a little bit. But hopefully when this thing hits, I've already gotten through it. I'm convalescing like an old man easing into a warm bath and everything went just fine. I'm sure it did. And I will see you guys again on Monday. But in this one, let's go ahead and talk about being aloof. So when I was growing up, my best friend was a natural girl magnet. And one of the reasons I got into this niche so deeply is because I was fascinated with the guy. He was just getting more ass than a toilet seat from the time we were 12 years old. I remember when we were really young, we got a couple of dirt bikes. I got a Kawasaki 80cc with 100 jump, 100cc, and he got this RM80, a Suzuki 80, and we would ride it all over Orange County in the orange fields and stuff like that. And then one day I heard his dirt bike coming and I was like, oh dude, he's coming, he's coming. I'm gonna go ride with him. And he rides by, bro. We were like 11 years old with this hot girl on the back, like this 13 year old middle school girl. And I was like, what the hell? And she was like really holding them tightly and she had her chin resting on his shoulder and like really squeezing him. And I was like, man, the beginning of the girl magnet. And as you guys know, I never got girls up until I was about probably 28. Until I learned this thing and I changed myself, then I too became a girl magnet, just like my boy Ira. But Ira was a girl magnet from the beginning. And the thing that was really strong about him was twofold. First of all, he had the strongest frame I've ever seen in a human being. He would frame control everybody, including me. And it used to really piss me off. But the other thing is you can never quite get his attention. It always felt like he was just not in your grasp. And I noticed he would do that with girls. Like, for example, one time we were living together. It's my best friend. This is the same guy, by the way, who got addicted to drugs and unfortunately is homeless right now. Ira, if you're listening, I highly doubt you are because I haven't spoken to the dude in 10 years. But if you're listening, brother, I hope you're doing well. I forgive you for everything, like I've said, and I hope you're killing it, man. If I'm dead right now, I just want to let you know. I forgave you, and I do forgive you, and I wish you the best, and I'm watching you. But I, I won't watch when you're masturbating. That's when I'll leave. But all the other times, I'm with you. So anyway, he's playing the guitar once and like this really hot girl was at our house. He would always just pull nines and tens. Insane, dude. This guy was crazy. A lot of what I learned was from him. So he's like playing the guitar and the girl's like, Ira. And she, he's just ignoring her and he's just playing. He's really into it. And she's like, Ira. And she he's just playing. She's like, Ira. And he's just playing, ignoring it. And then she smiles and she laughs and she's like, ah, I can just never get his attention. And like I could see... Even in my young, unexperienced eyes, I was like, what? That got her attracted? What the fuck? And I learned from that point that when a woman can't quite get you, she gets even more attracted. It's the inevitable chase that I always tell you guys to set up in your dynamics with women, right? What do I say for you to do? Give her 80% of what she wants. Well, part of the way to do that is to be slightly out of her grasp in conversation, to kind of ignore her sometimes when she's trying to get your attention. When she talks about something you're not interested in, you can look around the room. When she's not really participating, you can stop texting her, pull away. That's why sometimes ignoring women, pulling away, saying things like maybe, not replying to text super fast, or just being aloof, just like women are aloof towards us, is really, really powerful. Because again, we want, as the masculine man, to be in the power position. The power position is always the person who wants less. So if you guys may remember, if you've been listening to this podcast, and if you haven't, I suggest you check out this episode called the 8100 rule. Okay. So the 8100 rule is essentially a rule I created to dictate and control the amount of pulls you give her, which means pulling her into you, showing signs of interest, listening attentively, speaking to her, hanging out with her, being there, like cognizant of her, right? Full attention on her. You want to give her 80%. Of what she's giving you. It also works with compliments. If she gives you 10 compliments, you give her eight. She gives you five, you give her four. It's always 80%. And 80% is actually a really good number to remember for you guys because it dictates a lot of things with women. You wanna give her 80% of the attention. When she's wanting to hang out, you hang out 80% of what she wants to when she's giving you compliments, you give her 80% of that. So 80% is kind of like a number. I want you to get tattooed on your eyeball so that every time you look in the mirror, you see it and you're reminded of this rule. Well, the 8,100 rule dictates that and it dictates into what I call push pull or what many pickup artists call push pull. Push pull is pulling her into you half the time, pushing her away from you the other half of the time. Now pushing her away is done by not giving her attention, right? Maybe slightly insulting her or making a statement of disinterest in a joking way, but a really good way to do it is to be aloof. Okay. So if I'm talking to a girl, let's give the old nightclub example, or you know what? Talk about nightclubs all the time. Let's give a day game example. Okay. So I was actually opening a bunch of chicks today because I was doing errands. I think I opened probably 15 girls got into a lot of conversations. Well, What I'll do is 80% of the time, I'll be listening to them pretty intently. I'll be focusing, good eye contact. I'll be there with her. But then 20% of the time, particularly structured when she talks about shit I'm not interested in, I'll be looking around. Like today, I was at Sprouts. It's a supermarket. I was talking to this. I hope she was over 18, to be honest with you. She's pretty young. I wasn't flirting with her, so I was safe. She was hot but i think she was about 18 so i'm talking to this girl asking her about i don't know avocado oil like how do you cook with that shit blah 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 so i'm talking to her and at some points i was kind of looking looking around right letting her know that she doesn't quite have my attention now this is again really good for attraction because guys typically With a girl that hot, they're going to be fucking zeroed in, focused, smiling, leaning in with a huge, gigantic ear to ear smile on their face that looks like all their Christmases came in one day. But when you're kind of looking around and like sometimes something will distract you, I wouldn't so much look at my cell phone. That could be a douchebag thing to do. But kind of like looking around or even looking at the avocado oil that she's talking about, not like fully focusing on her, that gets some really good attraction so when you're dating a girl let's say you're on the first date again you want to do 80 percent attentiveness about 20 percent aloof looking around the restaurant maybe looking at the menu when she's talking one thing i'll do too is like i'll look up at her forehead and i'll kind of like crinkle my eyebrows and she'll be like what and i'll be like oh nothing go ahead and then i'll do it again she'll be like what and i'll be like oh no no nothing go ahead go ahead like i'm distracted because I notice guys who are distracted, those of us who have the attention span of a small sparrow on hydroxy cut, and or aren't of the most intelligent socially, sometimes it defaults and it makes women get attracted to them. This, by the way, is one of the reasons that assholes get girls because assholes are typically aloof. They're not really concerned about her state. They're kind of in their own world. They're typically very selfish. And this is why selfish assholes sometimes get chicks, because the chick can't quite get him. She can't quite possess him. And when you don't possess something, it's very attractive because then it seems like it's worth more to you. That which is difficult to get is more appreciated, isn't it? So by being aloof, by being kind of standoffish, not your attention can't really be had, this is why it works so well. Another strategy I use that falls into this is I say maybe a lot. So, for example i'll be like yeah we should hang out maybe right or sometimes i'll say in a joking matter we should definitely hang out maybe and when the maybe gets thrown in there it's kind of an aloofness like i'm not completely convinced about you and another thing i do and i noticed this only a couple years ago is naturally when i talk to people i look at their mouth and i think that makes me come off as a little bit more aloof because i don't always have 100 eye contact my eyes want to drop down to their mouth And I think for some reason that's worked really well for me as far as seduction, because when you look at somebody's mouth, like imagine talking to a girl and she's looking at your mouth, it looks like she wants to kiss you. So I found it to come off as being aloof because I'm kind of not focused. I'm kind of looking at her mouth. Then I'll kind of look away and be distracted. And this is exactly what girls do to us, isn't it? And you feel that when a girl is starting to look around and get disinterested, you feel like, oh, I got to talk faster. I got to make more interesting information. I got to really up this conversation or I'm going to lose this chick. So guys, anytime women do things to you, do it back to them. It's, It's a basic strategy, but women are naturally very good at game. Although when we learn it and we understand it, we can completely decimate them, but naturally they're good at game. It's like they don't need to study this shit. They don't need to think about it. They just naturally do it. They're not interested. So they're aloof. So they're standoffish. Their body language faces away from you. They say things like maybe. They say things I can try. And this is what we want to do too. Now regarding body language, think about when you're speaking to somebody and you're really invested in the conversation. Your toes are going to be pointed at them, aren't they? Your shoulders are going to be square with them. You're going to be focused on what they're saying. But those who are aloof they kind of turn their body language away from women and their toes are pointed as i say past them so that's something you should work on as well i noticed today pretty much all the girls i was talking to i almost like was facing the same direction they were facing because a lot of the approaches i did was at target i went to sprouts i was at the gym i approached a lot of girls it was funny i was doing this thing um, that works upper back you basically get a rope you put the pulley all the way to the top grab the rope and then you lay down on the ground on your back and then you pull the rope towards your face. They're called face pulls. So there was this really hot blonde who was working out right next to me and I was like, hey, and, and she had headphones in and they were kind of hard for her to take off. But what I notice when I always talk to girls and you guys ask me a lot of times, how do I talk to a girl on headphones? You just like wave your hand and then you wait for them to yank it out. And she just like every other girl quickly yanked it out. Now me, I had aloof body language pointed away from her. I wasn't spazzy when I said the first thing I said. And you know what? I deserve for you to yank that earphone out of your head because I'm a high value guy. And honestly, you're about to laugh. So she's pulling it out. And I waited a few extra beats, right? So she pulls it out and she's like, yeah. And I waited one, two. And I was like, so, hey, I'm actually going to lay down right here doing an exercise. So please don't step on my face. And she cracked up. She's like, okay, okay, I'll watch out for you. I was like, thanks. And what I did is, this is the first time I've ever seen this chick. So what I did is I laid that seed to which I'll come back to her and I'll say something funny the next time. But what I like to do is multiple touches. Say something funny, let it be at that. So when I was speaking to her, I used a little bit of that aloofness. And when I was talking to her, my body language was faced away from her. And I was actually looking at her with my eyes. So imagine this. You're looking straight ahead you've positioned the girl just off to your left side and instead of moving your head towards her just move your eyes over there and talk to her like that now this can come off as arrogant but if you do it in the right way and the right way comes with experience guys like i've opened like i've told you tens of thousands of girls so it's like whatever dude no big deal think about how you talk to your best friend and try some of the methods on him and try to make it seem completely natural that's the best way to practice then you can practice some of these things but in my opinion someone with a strong frame just imagine i'm so high value i have such a strong frame i'm not gonna even turn my head towards you i'm just gonna look at you with my eyes and i'll do this a lot with girls and i think that's part of being aloof and then maybe if they're talking i'll look straight for a second look off to the right Then when they say something interesting, I might turn more towards them. And that's the thing you can do too is play it aloof in the beginning. As they become more interested, as they participate in the conversation, you want to reward that behavior. Remember, with women, reward good behavior, punish bad behavior. So let's say I open her like I did this girl. Um, My toes are not facing towards her. They're facing past her. I'm kind of standing straight. She's off to my left-hand side. I say my line, she laughs, I smile, and I'm just looking at her with my eyes, and then I quickly turn and I go do my thing. It's like, yeah, I'm going to say a few things to you, but honestly, I don't know you, and I'm not trying to like be your best friend yet. If I see you again, I'll chop it up, see, see what you're about, but it's like, eh, I'm aloof, dude. I'm in my own world. I'm doing my own thing. I'm having an awesome workout. I'm listening to the Mark's Lift Heavy Ass Weights playlist on Spotify, by the way. 111 of you guys have followed that, and I really do appreciate it. If you are on Spotify, check it out. Marks lift heavy-ass weights. If you have a vagina in your pants, it will not suit you, but if you're a fucking man and you're ready to go to war, that is the sound of war, my boys. Put it on shuffle or even start from song one and kick some ass. So, dude... I'm listening to that jank. That thing's going off in my ears. I'm like, brah, I got to get back to my workout. I'm not like going to pine over this girl and try to talk to her for 20 minutes. I do multiple touches. Part of being aloof. Another part of being aloof is just ignoring people. Somebody says some shit that you don't agree with, just ignore it. If you ignore it, then it's almost like they didn't say it, isn't it? So you want to be... As always, slightly out of her grasp. And the guys who are really good with women, they're very charismatic. They're very funny. They're very engaging. But you just don't feel like you can completely have them. They feel out of her grasp. So they're very entertaining. And when they pay attention to her, it's like she feels like she's number one in his world and then he yanks it away. And then she wants it. She wants it. She feels number one in his world again. And then he yanks it away. And she's only getting 80% of what she wants from him because he's 20% aloof. He can't be nailed down. She can't quite get his attention. When she's trying to speak to him, it's like, ah, he's only paying attention 80% of the time. But dude, when you pay attention 80% of the time, it's like really good attention. When I listen to girls, they feel totally listened to. I totally understand. I do mirroring, which is repeating the last three words she said to make her feel listened to. And then it's like, I'm gone right? And that's the dynamic. And that works into push pull. So you're pulling her into you half the time, pushing her away half the time. And this is based off the 8,100 rule. Now I know I'm throwing a lot of things at you guys, but dude, this is my final podcast. I'm dead right now. I've already been cremated. My heart has been installed in the chest of some other champion. My liver. I mean, dude, how much is my liver worth on the black market? I've never taken a sip of alcohol in my life. That's like a $250,000 liver. That thing is being auctioned off in Istanbul right now, dude. Like, do I hear two hundred? dollars Oh, and they got these like uh, these like rich Saudi Arabians <laughs> bidding on it. Just this liver in a glass vat. And then my mug is on the front. Mark Singh of the Unapologetic Man podcast. 250000 Some guy trades his Bugatti in to get my liver to give to his wife. That's how much it's worth. So, dude, if I kicked off my wave... If I was killed in surgery, if I was slain in battle, maybe it's for the best. Maybe it's for the best. And I have this entire legacy to live behind me. I don't know, but this might be the 200th episode. I'll have to look into that. That'd be pretty cool if I did 200 episodes and then just fucking died. And to be honest with you guys, I don't know if I mentioned this on Wednesday, but I'm not really that afraid to die. I really am not because I believe life goes on. I believe there's a higher purpose. I personally believe in reincarnation. I believe that you and I have probably been homies in the past and we will be homies in the future. This is just one lap around the track. If I crash the motorcycle, I'll just get back up and ride again. You and I will ride again. So that's it for me, boys. If I come back on Monday, you know I survived it. If not, meh, no big deal. I'll be back. I'll be watching you in all instances except for when you masturbate. I promise I will not watch that. Trust me. I don't want to see it. Once again, guys, I do appreciate you listening. Please tune back in on Monday. I got another awesome one dropping then, and I will see you in the next episode.